Hi guys, Emma here, host of Author Talk, now on Internet News Network, Atlantimix 108, Cleveland Smooth Jazz, uh, Dove and Dragon Radio, and now adding, Cleveland, Ohio's very own community and business, Cleveland Television. What a mouthful to say, but I am thrilled to be here to share a little bit about each of those networks with you. Interviews from All to Talk themselves you can find here. Other interviews, please find the links because you're missing out a lot of things. In the meantime, hit the subscribe button, hit the little blue uh, alert thing, and keep up on everything going on. Talk to you everyone later. Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruschak, brought to you now by INN, Cleveland, Ohio's very own community and business, Cleveland Television, Devon Dragon Radio, Atlanta Mix 108, and Cleveland Smooth the Jazz. Welcoming our guest, Alina, to the show. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here, Melissa. Oh, I keep adding programs and programs and programs to the show, and my intro is just getting longer and longer. <laughs> I noticed that. It's awesome. <laughs> Very impressive. So, so you are a... Oh, my screen disappeared on me. Fish screen. Okay. A wellness... Well, if I can talk, wellness and abundance coach, public speaking little bit about what you do yeah generally i would consider myself more of a mindset and business coach <clears throat> so essentially what i do is i help successful entrepreneurs scale their business and make a bigger impact and generally the way that i focus on doing that yeah there are absolutely strategies and systems that we implement and put into place to help people do that um, particularly women that i tend to work with uh, but really, I would say 80 to 90% of that is who you're being in the world. Because if you're making, you know, let's say you're making a hundred grand now or $150,000 now, but you want a seven figure business, then you have to have the mindset of a seven figure business earner. You have to actually have the energy, the being mm -hmm. of a seven figure business earner for you, for those strategies to actually work. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting the same results that you've already gotten, which is what happens with a lot of uh, business owners is that they tend to keep hitting that wall over and over and over again, rather than being able to really move the dial forward in bigger increments. So I both help them with the strategies and put the strategies in place, as well as help them love their life exactly where they are now so they can be at the next level. See, everyone thinks running a business or going from one part of your business to the next level is so easy that anyone can do it. Well, yes and no, anyone can do it, but you have yes. to have a mindset to move yes. forward. Yes, if yes, you're yes, living, yes. If you have this high anxiety toward money and you cannot look at bills without being anxious, you're never going to move ahead. That's really true. That's it's really how true. your relationship is with money, how your relationship is with your business, 
are you stressing mm -hmm. about your business constantly or are you ready for that next step because the next step going to have stress to it yeah well you know it's it's really interesting because we can look at it as stress or we can look at it as growth right so anything that you're doing you can look at it from multiple perspectives and depending on the perspective you're looking at it is depending on whether it's causing you a ton of stress and anxiety and causing you to hit that wall or is allowing you to move through it and so by shifting your perspective about how you're seeing things you know just seeing them as growth this is part of the growth mindset I was talking to a woman earlier today and she was a newer entrepreneur and she said okay I'll be ready for you in two years um, because I don't tend to work with newer entrepreneurs anymore and as we were talking about what was necessary she was saying it's really about me becoming that person isn't it and I said yes and I said and it's about your perceptions because she was freaked out and she lives in California and you know things had really started to open up and then the spike um, started to happen and then they started to close down and she's like now a really good friend of mine's mother just died and it's hitting close to home and there's a lot of fear and I'm feeling out of control and I was like well control is really an illusion so you're feeling out of control right now but the truth is you're never in control mm -hmm. the only thing that you're in in control of are your thoughts your perceptions and the actions you take everything else is out of your control anyway so right. if you can live as if that's true and know that you can control what you control and focus on that you're like way ahead of the game exactly it's we look at everything okay I have days where I'm just I'm not in control of my life why is me and then I have to step back and regroup. Okay, so I'm hitting a wall. Mm -hmm. Okay, me being me, I'm going to look at that wall. Okay, how tall is it? Can I go around it? Or do I need a blaster hole through it? Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, you know, it's a funny thing that you talk about, like, blasting the hole through it. Um, a lot of people who have done personal development, mm -hmm. they do what I call spiritual bypass. When things come up that feel unpleasant, they know better, right? They know how to move their energy into better feeling states. And so then they start to feel bad that they're feeling bad. And then they feel bad that they're feeling bad that they know they should be doing better. Yeah. And it creates this cycle rather than actually just feeling their feelings. Mm -hmm. If you actually feel feelings, what I talk about feelings is just like energy, it's sensation that's moving through our body, mm -hmm. and it only becomes embedded and becomes something that takes up um, essentially real estate in our heads when we attach our thinking to it. If we just right. let the energy to move, move through us and actually feel the energy, then it doesn't take up mental real estate. It actually just moves through and you don't hold on to it. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of personal development. I talk to a lot of self-help, a lot of um, mentors, a lot of people that go through different stages of the life mm -hmm. to teach us different things. And I pick up a little bit here and there and I teach what, where I can. But at the same time, every day you're not in control. You're in control of your thoughts. Okay, so if you think you're going to have a good day, mm -hmm you start out having a good day, then something mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. Then you go, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> you know, right. you know that right. feeling. Right. And then you get down. But then if you stay down, nothing's going to get accomplished. That's true. That's it's true. Well, actually, what will get accomplished is more of the same, like, 
bad feelings. I mean, you know, the truth is, is because we're creating our lives all the time. We're either just Mm -hmm. consciously doing it or unconsciously doing it. Mm -hmm. So in those moments, we're still creating our life. We're just unconsciously doing it by essentially getting more of what we don't want, right? So like worry and anxiety is actually praying for what you don't want. We don't realize that, but where where energy, um, where focus goes, energy flows. And so wherever you're putting your focus and attention, if you're putting it on things that, you know, are difficult or challenging in your life rather than solutions and just using it as feedback, that's like a really important thing. Again, I said to somebody else earlier today, entrepreneurs fail far more frequently than they succeed, but it's that they succeed at a higher level that it overcomes the failures. And if you're failure averse, if you believe that it is actually failure, makes it mean you're a failure, then you really won't get anywhere. It's just data and information. It's only feedback. It doesn't mean anything unless you make it mean something by ascribing a meaning to it. Exactly. We all have our personal goals. Mm -hmm. We all have personal successes and personal failures. But if we look at the personal failures as data, then it's no longer a failure. It's data to get us to the next step. It's just information. Just information to get you to the next step, Melissa. That's exactly right. We do this every day within our lives, but then we start comparing what the Joneses are doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. And when you're comparing your personal success to someone else's, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. compute. No, it doesn't. And you know, it's a funny thing because we can talk about like, um, like the overnight uh, success, you know, the 10 year overnight success is what I like to call it. So for example, we have no idea how long somebody else is working and you know, um, Somebody else who I was talking to the other day, I have a lot of networking calls uh, Mm -hmm. in any given week. So I talk to a lot of different amazing, amazing high achieving women. And one of the women was talking to me about how she thought this one person, she like totally wanted their life. She saw their success and she was like comparing herself and even envious of what they had. And then she met them and she started to see some of the issues they had in her life, in their life. And it started to, you know, help her realize that everybody's got their issues and what we see on the outside as their success may be actually different from what's really happening behind the scenes. We have no idea how long it took them to get to that place. No, we see actors on TV. Mm -hmm. These are public figures. So we see them on TV every day. We think they just walked on a Hollywood set, said, here I am. I'm the big star now because I'm in this top rated movie. Just Mm -hmm. insert a movie here, you know, or insert an actor here. And the truth is, it took them at least 10 years to get to this spot that we're seeing today. They probably did commercials. They probably did print work, which is your um, newspaper ads. They probably did Calvin Klein ads. We don't see all that until we start Googling or they release it later on. Yes, when they talk about their stories later on, then we see the succession of what 
what they had to go to go through to get to where they are now. But very few people, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, very few people have just been handed the silver spoon and essentially not had to work to get where they are. Yes. You know, so most people have had to do a tremendous amount of work. And, you know, when you look at many, many millionaires, they've lost their money as many times as they've made it over the years. And it's the mindset that they have. I call it a mindset 3.0. It's, it's like a bulletproof, you know, mindset that they have that's allowed them to continue to rebuild no matter what life dishes them. Yeah. And how many yeah. times have we seen a millionaire, a billionaire mm -hmm. even, file mm -hmm. bankruptcy? And yes. then three to five years out later, they're back on making billions of dollars. Right, right. I, I have this analogy that I use, which is I say is if you collected all the money in the world, every single penny, yen, you know, pound, whatever it is, you collected it all in the world from every single person, rich or poor, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And you took it all up in airplanes and you dropped it equally down in airplanes so that everybody got an equal share that within two to three years, if not even less time, that we would have the same, like everybody would have pretty much the same amount of money that they do now. Yeah. It's not that this person, we can redistribute wealth around the world, give everyone exactly the same thing. But mm -hmm. if your mindset is set on, I'm going to spend every penny I had because I never had pennies before. Right, right. Then you're never going to get ahead. That's true. If That's you true. You have the mindset of being very frugal and saving every penny and making every penny count or work for you, then you're going to get ahead and start making those millions back. I would say that, that there's, there's a certain combination of the two, although the latter one by far, because what I would add to that, to the latter one, is making serious investments in yourself, particularly as service providers. When, when entrepreneurs are service providers, they're pretty much the business, right? They may have a whole team of people in a larger company, but they are the business. And when you make investments in yourself and growing yourself, that is the biggest return on investment that you could possibly get in business. And that is, for me, a wise investment that will grow dividends for so many years to come. And people right. don't realize that, yeah, right. how important I, it is. It was a few years ago, I did a interview on someone they're like if you take a i think a musician was the key they're selling their service their music for two dollars on mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. app mm -hmm. okay they then get an agent go no we're not going to sell this two dollar piece of music or two dollar cd we're not going to sell it for twenty dollars mm -hmm. why are we selling it for twenty dollars if no one's buying it for two because now you're worth something what is right. your worth? What right. is your personal worth? Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> I had dogs and I work from home. So I perfectly understand. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, this is COVID season. We all work from home. We're we all work from home. I work from home anyway, to be honest. I always work from home. So that, that never changes for me. Yeah, me either. I prefer to work at home than in a studio. Why am I going to? go to a studio when I can do everything like we are doing today. 
Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, thanks for your understanding. No, it, it is really true. And you know, it's really funny because the same woman I was telling you about, I was talking about earlier <clears throat> today, one of the things that we were talking to, because she's a newer entrepreneur, she's just recently started. And I was talking to her about, um, uh, about high ticket programs. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to her about something in like, she's a coach. And so the coaching industry in particular, and, and it exists in other service providers as well. There's an Ascension model, right? Yeah. And the Ascension model is start with a low ticket offering that gets people interested and gets them to know you and like you. And then, you know, after they spend their, I don't know, $49 or $99, then maybe they'll spend another $499. And then you can get them up to, you know, $1,999. And then maybe you can get them to a high ticket offer. I actually believe it's starting at the top. I believe in offering high ticket programs to begin with because my experience in my own coaching and depending on what you call high ticket, but my experience in my own coaching is that when people pay, they play. And when people have more skin in the game, they're more invested in getting their results. Because there's like this crazy statistic that 97% of like low ticket programs either never get opened or never get finished. And so when people are in the business of transformation, the key to get transformation is to help people invest in themselves. Going back to what I was saying before, help people invest in themselves in a bigger way. And for me, that's by offering higher ticket programs. So that goes to exactly what you were saying about the musician going from $2 to $20. And why are people going to pay that now? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just value. Using, Yeah. Real world. You know, we see this in stores, right? Well, I don't know this person at $2, but Oh, there's CDs that are now $20. So they must be good. The perceived value has gone way up. Yeah. 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 So it's just a perception. We do this with every new brand that goes on the shelves. Yes. You know, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I watched this show and it was talking about exactly this. It was talking about the mindset of buying. And what they had is they had um, a table out in a park and the table had uh, uh, two kinds of cakes. They were actually the same identical cake. People didn't know it and they looked differently. And then they put a, like a normal value on one cake and a very high value on the other cake. And they said this was this very special cake with really special ingredients, but it was the same exact cake. And they were literally giving people taste tests of both cakes and everybody. It was like some crazy thing, like 99% of people said that the cake that was more expensive tasted better, but it was the same exact cake. So yes. it's just the perceived value of it. It is. And we do this with every item we buy. It's mm -hmm. so crazy. Mm -hmm. We perceive that the higher ticket items are the better quality. Well, if you're in a service, your higher ticket items better be a better quality. Absolutely. But when we're buying stuff for food, it's the same thing. It the is. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Potato is a potato. You're paying for the brand. But you're also like, okay, when you look at the quality of food, are you paying for conventionally grown or organic grown? And there really is a difference there. Yeah. And I think that there is a difference in that service provider because I think so much, what so many people offer out there in the world to people is information, not transformation. And when I look at information, I look at information as kind of conventionally grown vegetables. And when I look at transformation, I look at like organically grown vegetables of like what that's really going to do for your body. Right. Yes. I mean, I was sitting here before the Zoom, and if you would have met me two years ago, mm -hmm. 
I would never have done this Zoom call. I would never have been on camera because I never saw that I was pretty or I was good enough or anything. I wow. had to change my mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at myself today like, why didn't I do this sooner? Right. right. That's amazing. That's <laughs> so amazing. It's, it's all in a mindset. Totally. It, it starts with, and I only brought this up because you have to start with yourself. If Absolutely. you're not in your mindset of, I am worth whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. you're never going to mm -hmm. get there. That is that, the first step. That is the first step. I, I love that you brought that up, Melissa, because that, that really is true. It does really start with us in so many ways. You know, when people look to grow their businesses, the first thing to be looking at is to grow yourself and then your business naturally grows. And I'm not saying that there aren't, I mean, I do help give people, you know, strategies and systems and things like that. <clears throat> but if you're, if you're, you know, if you're an $80,000 a month earner and you want to be earning, I mean, I'm sorry, $80,000 a year earner and you want to be earning $80,000 a month, right? The difference between those two things. Yeah, there are certain systems and certain things that you will need in place to scale, but the biggest difference is what's between your ears and your belief in yourself that you can actually do it and living, like feeling as if it's already happened. Right. You know, living as if you're already that person. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through this right now because I've been going through a lot of business stuff and I'm holding myself back because of fear. Well, mm. you let the fear go. Yes. yes. When you let the fear go mm -hmm. and you walk past it, mm -hmm. then the doors open. Feel everything and rise. Fear. Mm -hmm feel everything and rise as opposed to false evidence appearing real <laughs> very true I've that before yeah but it, it's not so much oh you fear that it's not going to happen it's your fear that you're not good enough right and that's that generally all what it is here yeah it's all there start, yeah mm -hmm. listening to this all the time so right 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 you're here right and right. it changes your mindset Totally wake does. up and say, this is going to happen today. Right. But, but what you just talk about, wake up. So, you know, the, I would say the first hour of your day sets the tone for your day more than anything else. And how do people wake up? What do they do? They check their phone, they get on social media, you know, they do the same habits every single day. And then they wonder why they're not getting, you know, um, more progress in their business, why they're not moving their business at a faster rate. It's because some of it is because of the habits that they have and that they've developed, that they haven't developed, you know, bulletproof um, habits. Yeah. Um, one of my mentors, Damien, uh, Mr. Fubu, there okay. he had a webinar. The first thing he gets up every morning is read the, huff, the hustle. Mm -hmm. um, it's an email for them. Mm -hmm. It comes through your email every morning at the same time. Mm -hmm. And he reads it. He, I started reading it. It has a lot of good information there. It's all business related. Mm -hmm. So now I'm reading the same thing as someone that's making multi million dollars. So I have, awesome. so I'm changing my mindset. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the person laying in bed, looking at my phone. Right. Right. And going on social media. I exactly. will lay in my phone read my hustle uh, newsletter every morning, get up, get my coffee, get myself presentable, 
and I'm not going to get presentable in a t-shirt and pair of sweatpants. Right, right. That's not presentable. I'm working from home. But what right. am I wearing? I'm wearing Calvin Klein. Why? Because my mindset is I'm a CEO. I don't exactly. sit in pajamas. I love that. I so love that because that is so true because you're embodying the persona of that person and that's what you're talking about and that's really key mm -hmm. of subtle ways that we can embody that persona, mm -hmm. you know, like upgrading um, certain elements of your life and lifestyle and they don't have to be even really expensive, but upgrading from economy class to first class or even business class mm -hmm. and you know, first class being first class of value to you, not necessarily first class and expense right. which is, is really key and so that's what you're doing right you're becoming that person yeah I it's all in changing the mindset and mm -hmm. I didn't understand this even six months ago I was hitting mm -hmm. a wall why am I hitting this wall mm -hmm. talking to all my mentors talking to all my coaches doing these interviews I'm like oh light bulb moment I'm thinking like an employee not as a boss a CEO right Right. Yeah. Huge difference. And as a matter of fact, it's so funny because um, pre-COVID, I started to work with one of my clients and she has a half a million dollar business and she's um, has 10 people on her team. Now, she considered herself almost like a peer, not the CEO of her company. Mm -hmm. And when COVID hit and she realized how everybody jumped ship and she was left holding the bag, she finally got, I'm actually the CEO of this company. And we helped her you know, move her position to become a servant leader of her team. And she, she was able to, it, it's incredible, the transformation in her business that she had by just stepping up her leadership and owning who she was and helping lead her team properly. And then that she was able to motivate them and re-engage them. And now when they're open, she's positioned her company to a way that she's wanted to grow it for years, that she couldn't figure out how to do it when she was the peer. Now yep. that she's standing in the CEO position and she knows who she is and she knows what she needs to do in her company, her company is growing by leaps and bounds and she was able to step out from doing the work that she was able to do before and now run her company, which is amazing. Right. So, yeah. There's another thing with being the CEO. When you are the boss, now you have your employees. Then you have that's your management team. Now, <laughs> below that, then you have your employees. Your employees <laughs> need to go to your management team before they go to the CEO. Right, right, right. And right. I'm teaching, not my employees, but my authors, hey, I have a management team. They're here. Mm -hmm. They're not lackeys. They're my management team. They're there mm -hmm. so I can do business. Awesome. That's beautiful. I love that, Melissa. That's really great. I had to learn this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the truth is, I think we all have to learn it at some mm -hmm. point. It's just how it came to us in various different stages. Yes. Because, you know, we're not taught this in school. We're not, I mean, I wish mindset was taught in school. It's one oh, of my, totally. one of my sexy projects is to create a curriculum, you know, a core curriculum that's taught from K, you know, um, K through 12 in age appropriate learning about these things, because mm -hmm. this is the thing that creates success in any area of mm -hmm. life. And so like it should be taught at that level by the time we get to you know to be adults we have to undo all of the programming that we've had for all of those years why not teach it young it, it's insane we're as adults we assume 
the schools are preparing us for life. Well, the schools are not preparing, preparing us for anything other than They're preparing us for tests. Maybe math, <laughs> do tests, yes. and that's yeah. it. There's not, okay. They're not helping with social um, interactions. They're not ho helping with mindset. They're not helping with getting a job. They're not helping with maintaining your checkbook. No, 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 they're not so at all. It's crazy. Take everything we learn in schools and throw mm -hmm. it away. Well, I'm I'm not sure if I'd go that far, although I really like that idea, I have to say. But and I and I think that there's so much more curriculum that could be taught that would make all the difference in the world. But to be honest, if you go there, it is so threatening to the current infrastructure of the power, the power structure. It's so threatening because when you have people really understanding how they create, how they, you know, um, be this embodied, empowered person in the world. It threatens the powers that be. It, it does, and it's so frustrating that we have a power struggle with education. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be a power struggle. It should be we want to elevate our young so yes. we don't have chaos in 10 years. Yes, 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 yes. I love that idea. But it was so wonderful having you on the show today. Where can our viewers and our listeners find you? So they can find me at elenaschwartz.com, and that's A-L-A-I-N-A-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z.com. And also, I'm on LinkedIn at elenaschwartz.com. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn networking with people, so it's an easy way for them to check out my profile and what I'm most up to date with. And if they, again, type in that spelling, I'll come up again there as well. And I want to say one thing about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional site. It's not Facebook. That's true. That's Facebook true. is where you put all your dirty laundry. Yeah. LinkedIn's where you want to be the boss. Yes. LinkedIn, I look at it as it's a platform for CEOs. You know, you want to be a CEO, come and play like a CEO yeah. and do business like a CEO. And that's what LinkedIn allows you to do. That's what it's meant to do. I, mm -hmm. I, I've had to take people off of my LinkedIn network because they don't act like CEOs. They act like Facebook, whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't want to see your dirty laundry on LinkedIn. I get it. I get it. I'm not going to hire you that way. <laughs> I totally understand. I totally understand. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that you get to be much more selective about, well, I think you do on Facebook as well, but much more selective about who you allow in your network. You know, so I only net want to network with successful high achievers. So that makes it a lot easier. Uh, I'll connect with you if you're an author and you're trying to elevate yourself. So I'm a publisher. That's what I do. But at the same time, I don't want to see your dirty laundry in Facebook. <laughs> or on, on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. On, on Facebook, I don't care what you do. Uh -huh. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the show. And everyone, let's do some mindset work. Like, really, let's elevate our current culture to get to where we need to be. Amen. Have a wonderful day. You too, thanks. <laughs>